Good morning, everyone. I am Tawanti Peña, and I am the chair of the City of Iowa City Human Rights Commission. It is my distinct honor and high privilege to welcome each of you to the 36th Annual Human Rights Awards Breakfast. I want to thank you for taking the time from your schedules to join us for this occasion. The late Coretta Scott King once said that the greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate action of its members. To serve, all one needs is a heart of grace and a soul generated by love. It is these exact words that make being in the company of the honorees who are doing fabulous things, all in the name of human rights for this community and each of you here this morning to support them that makes our community unique. Before we introduce the keynote speaker, I would like to talk briefly about the Iowa City Human Rights Commission. Uh, on August 20th, 1963, eight days prior to the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom in D.C., where over 250,000 people participated and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his legendary I Have a Dream speech, the city of Iowa City, at the bequest of concerned residents, established a Human Rights Commission to address housing segregation based on race that was occurring in this community. A year later, Iowa City had its, fair, its first fair housing laws on the books, making it the fourth city in Iowa to do so. What started as an initiative to address housing inequities has today become an indispensable tool in our community to remain vigilant and see that the rights of all are protected. Our coverage now includes not only housing, but employment, credit, public accommodations, and education. We meet monthly to disseminate information to educate the public on unlawful discrimination and civil rights, and organize and facilitate educational public forums that address one or more of the broad range of topics, including within the rubric of human rights. Commission members include Adil Adams, Jeff Falk, Jessica Ferdick, Noemi Ford, Barbara Kutzko, Biju Maliabo, Kathy McGuinness, Jonathan Munoz, and myself. My colleague, Jessica Ferdick, will present our keynote speaker, Dr. Melissa Shivers. Good morning. Uh, my name is Jessica Ferdig, and I'm a commissioner on the Human Rights Commission for the City of Iowa City. I am so pleased to be here with you this morning to recognize the amazing honorees who have dedicated themselves to helping others and to introduce our keynote speaker today, Dr. Melissa Shivers. <coughs> Dr. Shivers is the Vice President of Student Life at the University of Iowa. She's a first-generation college graduate who received her Bachelor's of Science degree from Georgia Southern University, her Master's of Education from Clemson University, and her Doctor of Philosophy from the University of Georgia. In her role as Vice President of Student Life, Dr. Shivers is committed to student success vis-a-vis -vis the leadership of 16 departments, all committed to removing barriers, focusing on students' health, safety, and well-being through a diversity, equity, and inclusion lens. Anyone who has met Dr. Shivers knows she is a fascinating person who is dedicated to seeing everyone succeed and spends countless hours ensuring that they do. Without further ado, please join me in welcoming Dr. Melissa Shivers.
Good morning, everyone. I was listening to that introduction, and I looked over and said, who are they talking about? That's really bizarre. But thank you. Thank you so much. Um, as was mentioned, my name is Melissa Shivers, and since July of 2017, I've had the distinct pleasure of serving as the University of Iowa's Vice President for Student Life. Um, I am so grateful to Stephanie. Where is Stephanie? Thank you, Stephanie. Um, Thank you, Stephanie, for extending this invitation to me. Um, there, there were times last night that I just kept wondering, I wonder why they chose me. How in the world, after reading so much about the incredible honorees, um, what words can I possibly share that can make an impact in any way similar to, to those who we're going to recognize today? So I'm going to be brief and short and help us get to write while we're, while we're here for this occasion. I think it's pretty incredible that for 36 years, the Iowa City Human Rights Commission has presented the Human Rights Awards. Um, we are here today to celebrate those amazing winners. As you know, this event recognizes the effort of individuals, businesses, and organizations whose contributions have made a positive impact on human rights. Quite frankly, I cannot think of anything more important to recognize than human rights. It's a word, a term that we hear very often, and we talk a lot about both, I hope, on a day-to-day -day basis around our dinner tables, around the staff and students and individuals that we have the chance to work with. Um, and we also certainly hear about them a great deal in the news, from immigration policies to the women's marches to countless other events that are playing out all over the world. Not a day goes by that I don't hear or talk about or at least discuss with um, others what does it mean to have basic human rights and what are our responsibilities in, in honoring and recognizing those. Because quite frankly, those rights are inherent to all human beings um, and should be the most basic of rights. But unfortunately, what we know is that is not always true. Um, in our own country and communities, we struggle with the right to education, affordable housing, freedom of expression, among other things. And we all know, quite frankly, that the United States has had an ugly history in slavery and injustice, um, that discrimination is unfortunately alive and well in our country in many ways that are quite visible and others that may not be as visible. These are sad but also undisputable facts. Because the world is in a place that often seems overwhelming and as if we are up against insurmountable odds, it is all the more important that we take time to recognize and celebrate the work of those who don't back down from those challenges. As we hear more about today's winners, I imagine we will all leave wondering, what can we do to make an impact? In my work as a student life professional, students regularly visit me when they are in crisis, asking, what can I do? Can I do anything? I think the answer to their questions is the same as the answer to our questions about how to make the world a better, more equitable place. Set a goal or goals, then take one step towards the next. I'm sure that many of you have heard Desmond Tutu's wise advice, there's only one way to eat an elephant, a bite at a time. I keep this fable in mind frequently when faced with dilemmas, quite frankly, that feel impossible. It is important though, and I remind myself often, that we don't spend so much time worrying about what we cannot do that we never even get started. Tackling challenges one piece at a time is the only way to bring about change. 
Additionally, we must remember that we aren't expected to go it alone. If you look around this room, you will see other people who are ready and willing to fight for change in the same way that you are. I feel confident that those we are celebrating today did not accomplish their feats, their great feats, without help. Think about what is weighing on your heart this morning. What issues, big or small, do you want to see made better in the world? I encourage you to think about something that you could make better and think of steps or goals that might help you along the way. As a first-generation college student, um, truly as a first-generation person, I remember um, being in middle and high school and being the recipient of free and reduced lunch. And I remember thinking, quite frankly, how embarrassing it was that my mom could not provide for me in the same ways that other children seemingly in my schools had access. And now as a 46-year-old adult, um, I take a lot of pride in the fact that there was a community that was able to assist me and to help remove a barrier as it related to accessing food, as I don't know how I would have been able to be successful in an eight-hour day in middle and, and high school without having had a nutritious meal. I remember that my meal ticket looked very different than everyone else's because it was free and reduced lunch. And now when I think about going back and supporting my high school, my desire is to make sure that there's not a child there that ever has to worry about if they lose or don't have access to lunch, that I have an opportunity to be able to fund those lunches in a way that provides that student and quite frankly removes a barrier that I have now an opportunity to help with. I encourage you all to continue to think about what are those small acts that you can do to make a difference? What were those things that happened in your life that you remember someone who helped to cheer you on or someone who said, don't worry about this, I have it for you? That's how we continue to make a difference. You never know the impact of your time and your energy and maybe just a few kind words can make a difference. While many of us are very much activists and we're out there and we're marching and we're making sure that our voices are heard, there are also those things that need to happen in the background that can be equally as impactful. Those folks that we're celebrating today have dedicated their lives to this work. It's okay for you and me to commit to many smaller acts. When is the last time you bought coffee for someone or volunteered at a shelter or just committed to saying kind words to strangers? It is on all of us to change what we can, and we can do these things. In addition to your actions, give thought to what you know and where your gaps in learning exist. If you are unfamiliar with the work of the organizations represented here today, take a moment to ask someone here or help or look up more online when you get home. Expand your knowledge base and talk to those you know about what you are learning. You never know what will inspire someone to get involved. I am incredibly grateful for the opportunity to speak with all of you today. I certainly believe of the power of the people that are in this room, and I believe because of groups like this, the world can and will be better. Thank you all for everything that you do in the Iowa City community and beyond to make a positive impact. Thank you.
My name is Kathy McGinnis, and I'll present the awards. But before I do, I want to thank Dr. Shivers for her words here this morning and for the work she does to keep each student feeling welcomed, included, healthy, and safe. Thank you, Dr. Shivers. Also, before we get to our honorees this morning, I'd like to recognize one of our commission members who is ending his term. Um, we would like to acknowledge Jonathan Munoz for his time on the commission this morning. At this time, it's my pleasure to present our awards to some outstanding honorees. The 2019 Linda Severson Award goes to Angie Jordan, coordinator. <laughs> Ms. Jordan is the coordinator of the South District Neighborhood Association. Angie's, Jordan, Angie's accomplishments on behalf of the neighborhood are numerous. Highlights include personally visiting all local businesses in the district to discuss the association and handing out decals and stickers advertising it, implementing and participating in installing over 600 logo stickers on neighborhood street signs, coordinating and fundraising for a 20,000 square foot mural to be painted on the east wall of Faith Academy adjacent to Broadway Street, and fundraising and overseeing the creation, installation, and maintenance of 24 little free libraries around the South District area. The list goes on, but these, are, these examples provide a snapshot of Angie's dedication to the association and the neighborhood it serves. Service to the community is the reason the Linda Severson Award was created, and Angie Jordan exemplifies the spirit of the service. Please give her a lively round of applause. Okay, they tell me I only have two minutes, so here we go. It's an honor to receive this award from the Human Rights Commission, thank you. And also thanks for the nomination, Captain Brotherton, I see you. Um, a big shout out to all the community partners our association has collaborated with in just one year. I believe we live in a place where folks take care of each other. Much gratitude goes out to all the residents in the South District who opened their doors to me when I came knocking, and also to the residents who came on their own to explore creating neighborhood identity. We've only just begun to share our dreams, to make them so. We have tons more questions to ask as an association and lots more to learn. Appreciation has to go to my parents and extended family that are out there in the audience, some that aren't here with us today. <clears throat> they created the environment I grew up in that built and encouraged my belief that there's not a power in the verse that can stop a determined curiosity in someone who's willing to put the time and effort into figuring things out and getting things done. I want to thank all my friends and mentors out there, old and new, who make up my tribe of people. And to my partner in life who anchors me and grounds me in all that I do, Jason, you are not special. You're extraordinary. 
a shout out, I'm not done, I got another minute, a shout out to my kids and all the kids in the neighborhood who inspire me to create the environment like the one I grew up in, where it's safe to explore the world around you, where you can have people cheering you on when you're being successful, and they're also there for you when you're making mistakes, when you're angry, and you're frustrated, and you're scared or sad. I believe a strong neighborhood starts with people who are in it and there and choose to wrap support around each other in ways that lift and connect so that we believe we all matter and we can be in this world together being the change we seek. I believe that in our South District neighborhood, we are all mighty. Thank you. The Rick Graff Award was created to honor a person who demonstrates long-term commitment to a single cause. Elizabeth Bernal has dedicated both her personal and professional life to tirelessly supporting the immigrant community. An immigrant herself, she is well-versed in immigrant rights and fluent in three languages. She has worked tirelessly to advocate for and support Iowa City's immigrant community. In any given week, she may help families navigate the educational system, raise bond money, provide transportation, or assist families in gaining access to health care, food, and housing. Elizabeth is a great communicator and teacher. She assists educators in better understanding the culture of Latino families and improves cross-cultural understanding within the larger community. She is also courageous. Although small in stature, she is not afraid to monitor and confront ICE agents, making sure they are operating within the law. Please recognize Elizabeth and her important work with your applause. Good morning. Um, thank you, everyone, for being here. I would like to thank. Uh, I would like to thank the Iowa City community, especially thanks for the organization who support me, who support my family and myself such as DVIP, ICCSD, before and after school program, summer camps, MESA at the University of Iowa, Habitat for Humanity, and many others that do such a great job helping and advocating for hold, holding families together. Also, thanks to all the individual support who still have faith, hope, and believe in people. Thank you to those who are deciding not to look away, but do something. Without those people and support, I would not be where I am today. It is, my, it is why I chose to help myself and be uh, able to advocate for others. I tell my experience, through my experience, helping others, I have learned that we have enough walls. It's time to build bridges. And if you think you cannot do a lot, please take a moment and thinking about this. Not all, not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Mother Teresa, thank you to everyone who has taken the time to come this morning and support all of us. Thank you.
Kevin Sanders has made a significant contribution to the international human rights right here in Iowa City. Kevin advances human rights in both his professional and personal lives. As a mental health counselor and social services provider, in his role as president of the Iowa City branch of the NAACP, and as an individual volunteering his scant free time, Kevin has steadfastly supported the African refugee and immigrant community in Iowa City, especially the Sudanese community. Through his advocacy and mediation, Kevin has assisted immigrants and refugees with housing, employment, child custody, domestic violence, and immigration issues. He has spent countless hours in pursuit of justice and performs this work with animation and passion. In addition, Kevin coordinated a hate crime training to educate religious leaders in security measures after various attacks upon places of worship targeting immigrants. For this event, Kevin brought together trainers from the FBI, the U.S. Attorney, the County Attorney, and the Iowa City Police Department. Please give Kevin a warm round of applause for his dedication. Good morning. You have to excuse me. This is um, a very emotional time for me. Um, last year when I found out that the NAACP was going to be honored, I had reservations about accepting the award because um, my grandmother's birthday is on October 23rd, and the ceremony was on October 24th. Lord behold, it's October 23rd. Today is my grandmother's birthday and I'm here again. So I believe she's sending me a message. <laughs> On behalf of the Iowa, Nebraska NAACP, I would like to thank the City of Iowa City Human Rights Commission for recognizing this great assemblage of honorees for their dedication to uplifting the community. I heard some very powerful stories, and I truly believe that we can accomplish a lot by mobilizing resources, establishing a powerful bond together. And I'll give you a prime example. I really would like to recognize Jody Mattingly, the chief of the Iowa City Police Department, for his outstanding work with helping the NAACP accomplish a lot of our goals. We need the police department. It bothers me sometimes when I hear the negative comments about what's going on in the county as far as law enforcement. And I wanted to surprise Jody and let him know that I was going to speak on his behalf and say what good work he was doing. As evidenced last week at the Iowa Criminal Justice Summit in Des Moines. So lastly, the Iowa City NAACP and law enforcement are at the forefront between Iowa and Nebraska of addressing a lot of issues involving social injustices. And I wanted everyone to know that. Thank you. After returning from overseas deployment as a United States Marine, 
Matt Ferry simultaneously pursued a master's degree in special education at the University of Iowa and a career as a firefighter for the city of Iowa City. Those dual roles inspired his community service with youth. Not satisfied with only serving as a volunteer, Matt created his own initiatives. Recognizing an opportunity to enhance understanding and relationships between families with autistic children and the emergency responders who are sometimes called into their homes, Matt created a training program for first responders. The curriculum allowed firefighters, medics, and police officers to better understand and serve children with autism and evolved into Iowa City's annual Autism Awareness Day. Matt is also the primary architect of a childhood literacy and mentoring program called Fired Up About Reading. This radically successful partnership between the Iowa City Fire Department and the Iowa City Community School District provides opportunities for elementary age participants to spend time with public safety mentors building relationships while reading and talking about books. Along the way, the young readers learn the value of study, character, and serving others. Kenneth Camille was an educator who worked to promote a more just and caring community. Matt is following in his footsteps, footsteps while also creating his own path through his commitment to Iowa City's youth. Matt has recently left the Iowa City Fire Department to pursue teaching and service opportunities in the city of Seattle. To his great credit, however, he has built sustainable community programs which will continue to evolve and thrive in his absence. Here to accept on his behalf today is Angie Jordan. I'm back. Um, I'm super lucky because my husband and I got to be friends with Matt while he was here. He actually texted us uh, earlier this week and was so gracious. But the thing you got to know about Matt, I think somebody said it earlier uh, from the table here, he had a heart, uh, he has a heart of grace and served by love. He, everything he did was served by love. But dude was fierce. He saw something that needed to be done, and he came not only himself to do it, but he brought the fire department, his wife, the school teachers, everybody was there to support, not just his vision, because it served so many other visions. He had a real gift for kind of interlocking different things so that it brought lots of people to the table to help, to do small things, kind of like what you were saying. He was great, and he made other people great. And something that won't be on the list of things, but he would come over these small, very spontaneous study sessions that we'd have near the neighborhood center. He kind of was like, I heard my mentee was there. Can I come help? And he would spend extra hours on top of everything that he did, work-wise and volunteer-wise, to tutor uh, a young man who is no longer here in this country, but he continues to ask about him. So I just, I needed to say these things about Matt because he's not here today, but he is fierce, he's, he's loving, and he gets stuff done. So this is really cool that he gets this too. The Bill Reagan Award is given to recognize outstanding contributions by a business or organization to human rights and is named for Mr. Reagan due to his selfless leadership of the Ark of Southeast Iowa. His daughter Stephanie is here with us this morning to honor her late father and his continual ray of light that shines on in this community. Stephanie, if you'd please stand. Thank you. <laughs> Inside Out Reentry is the recipient of the 2019 Bill Reagan Community Award. Inside Out Reentry exists for two reasons. First, to help 
people involved in the criminal justice system change themselves from the inside out. And second, to educate the public so that the community helps ex-offenders heal, restore relationships, and achieve success. Traditionally, people released from prison have gone on to endure years of punishment even after serving their sentences. They face landlords unwilling to rent to them, managers unwilling to hire them, and social isolation. The first three years after release are the most critical time when people are more likely to lose hope and reoffend. In Iowa, recidivism rates average around 35%. However, for Inside Out Reentry members, the rate is about 10%. Inside Out Reentry assists with a variety of needs and has former offenders on staff who truly understand the position recently released people are in. Inside Out also works to educate the community through events such as forums and lectures, free concerts, a speakers bureau, and parole simulation events. This past week, Inside Out Reentry hosted a summit on reentry at St. Andrew's Church that drew a large crowd. Inside Out Reentry strives to be a source of help and compassion to all the lives it touches. Here to accept the Bill Reagan Award on behalf of Inside Out Reentry is the Executive Director, Michelle Hines. Let's give Inside Out Reentry a round of applause for its outstanding work. On behalf of Inside Out Reentry Community, I'd like to thank the City of Iowa City Human Rights Commission for the Bill Reagan Community Award and for Polly Marshall for nominating us. Um, mass incarceration is a human rights issue that affects everyone in our community. There are major disparities when it comes to the over-incarceration of people of color, the poor, and those with mental illness. And when individuals return to their community, as mentioned, they often face stigma and multiple barriers. At Inside Out Reentry, we support individuals returning to the community by providing a safe and non-judgmental environment. We assist individuals with finding housing, employment, accessing mental health or substance abuse resources, um, getting a library card, you know, whatever an individual may need uh, to live a full and happy life in our community. Uh, we believe in the transformative power of connection. We support and empower each other. We believe that everyone is capable of change and that we shouldn't be judged on our past. And we greatly appreciate the recognition of Inside Out Community through this award. Thank you. The Isabel Turner Award recognizes an individual whose volunteer service advances the rights of individuals to receive fair treatment. Jessie Case strongly ad advocates for workers in several ways. Through Team CAN, the Teamsters Community Action Network, he has worked to start an employee-owned temp agency. While the temp agency industry often charges clients $30 to $55 an hour, it pays workers only $8 to $10 an hour, keeping them in a cycle of poverty. The Corridor Temp Workers Co-op lowers costs for clients and pays workers $15 an hour. Jesse has also worked to lessen food insecurity in the area by partnering with farmers to distribute over 4,000 pounds of fresh produce to families that are low to moderate income in the past year. He is directly involved in the fight to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour and was a leader in collaborating with the University of Iowa Labor Center on the fight to save it from closing. This past summer, he chaperoned a trip, to, a trip sponsored by Team CAN that took 35 Iowa City students on a 10-day civil rights tour through the American South, 
all free of charge to the youth, thanks to Jesse. Please thank Jesse for his leadership with a round of applause. Thank you very much, and I really, it's an honor to be here. I know this award is uh, for making a difference in individuals' lives, and while that often happens, and you know, we all affect change in different people's lives, we also all know that there's nothing about affecting change in social justice that is uh, an individual effort. We all uh, know that it, it takes an army of organizers to affect change on the local community uh, level. Um, and as, as our Teamster staff from across the state will tell you and our partners at the Center for Worker Justice and uh, our resident organizers at manufactured home communities across the state where we're organizing, uh, will tell you, and Roy Sand Porter and Rakesha who work so tirelessly on our civil rights tour will tell you that sometimes the best thing a leader can do is get out of the way and let people that are talented uh, work their magic. And so this, this award is really, uh, uh, it, it's, it's odd that, to have a civil rights or human rights award uh, with a singular name on it because uh, there's nothing singular about this effort. There's nothing that Team Can has accomplished or the Teamsters without a group effort of a whole community. So uh, I appreciate this award and I will gladly accept it on behalf of everybody in this room who participates in affecting social change on the local level. Thank you. Uh, what an amazing group of honorees, um, and uh, if we can also give another round of applause for Dr. Shivers, thank you so much. Uh, that was a great keynote, and as the official timekeeper, I appreciate and uh, everybody's conversational efficiency. Um, as the novelist Toni Morrison, who passed away earlier this year, said, if you are free, you need to free somebody else. If you have some power, then your job is to empower somebody else. And I really think that all, all the speakers who spoke today are fulfilling that role. Um, um, I hope that the winners and Dr. Shivers inspire you to go out and make a difference in the world today, too. Uh, I also want to note, again, today's my last day on the commission. Uh, I think uh, I'm going back to the border of Texas for a federal clerkship, and uh, I just, I'm taking all the Ionice uh, uh, lessons with me, so thank you so much to uh, Iowa City, and thank you for uh, to the support of the commissioners as they help me, uh, uh, in the words of Mich uh, Michel Foucault, uh, cultivate my legitimate strangeness. Um, so again, thank you so much for uh, attending today, um, and I hope everybody has a, a wonderful day. If the award recipients will please join us briefly for a photograph, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you.